Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Hi. Hello. I am one of your hosts, Emily Beijing. And I am your other host, Marga Bupard. Dude, I'm so sorry. I've been like that Kim Kardashian meme of her like yawning <laughs> throughout all my meetings all day. So oh my was, God. it could not have happened at a worse time. No, I I hear you. I've been like that all day as well. I did not sleep well last night. So uh, you are fine. This is a safe space. Yeah. And... So we're like obviously in the correct mind state. <laughs> yeah. Mind- setting to be discussing these the latest batch of love is blind episodes but not yes. the newest newest batch because uh the wedding episodes drop like tomorrow which yes. i really think does deserve its own episode so i'm glad that we're just going to talk about seven through nine and just sort of yes. like get these in, and maybe we can even make some like wild predictions like that's yes. always a good time i think it's a great time so obviously today we're not talking about the 90s and 2000s but that's when most of these babies were born so maybe it is accurate <laughs> Um, You're not all babies. There's some of them that are in their mid-30s. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's there's only one couple, really, that's like in their early to mid-20s. So we'll talk more on them in a second. Oh, my God. Let's just say seven through nine, it's kind of like that meme I've seen on Instagram, on TikTok, where people are like switching sides and then three seconds later, switching sides. And the way I see this is just my opinions on a lot of these couples, the predictions that we had from episodes one to six, wild changes. (laughs) I, I don't know what to believe, what not to believe. There is just information coming out on this show. Bombshells are being dropped. External bombshells are being dropped of these other stories. So, well, Margot, yeah, that's that's what I I'd thought love to you hear meant. your initial take. Yes, I just we don't know because we cannot keep up. Like even we just this weekend, up. we were texting each other, and like when when you, I can't remember who asked who first about like, did you see about? I think we didn't say his name, but like, did you see about like all the the guys who were like dating people while they were in the pods, like all this stuff coming yes. out? And I was like, oh yeah, you mean Jeremy? You're like also Trevor, and then we're like also allegations about Jimmy, and then all this other stuff. And so it just, it just kept coming. I think yes. that this is, 
you know, episodes seven through nine, not only have we kind of quite literally never been more wrong, I don't know if we've ever gotten it this badly before. Like, I don't even know. Like, who were those people like a week ago? You know, they were they were obviously different people. We were looking looking through rose colored glasses and sometimes that can make all the red flags just kind of look the same color so you don't know. And you just don't know. That's just sort of where we were at. But I would I think episode seven through nine are kind of the perfect act two, if you yes. will. Because oh, yes. you know, a lot of table setting and it's a lot of um actually not table setting, it's a lot of it feels like climbing up a roller coaster. And it and not a lot of like payoff really. You're like a little confused, Brittany and Kenneth. You're also kind of like uh taken aback by people's by people, you know, a little bit like Laura, Jeremy, and a little bit of like Jimmy and Chelsea. And you know that you're getting up to the top and you know you're going to have like an insane descent, but you have to like sort of sit with all this other weird stuff happening around you until you can kind of get the payoff. And so yes. in that way, yeah, we're all building towards like a, an interesting climax because I also don't feel 100% confident in whatever we're about to guess for the weddings. Everything yes. feels very up in the air. Very up in the air. And so I, um, I thought that there were, there were some interesting revelations but not a ton of there there until we see what actually happens with the weddings you know it's sort of like that point where you're just like let's get to it and then in terms of all of the news dropping it feels like this this sort of stuff now that love and now that love is blind is such a popular show it's sort of like the bachelor right where like after you get through like the initial three and a half hour first episode or the first six episodes of love is blind once once the initial buzz of that wears off it kind of immediately picks back up but with all of the like dirty dog side stories that inevitably inevitably come out just like on the bachelor i I feel like love is blind is starting to get in that the bachelor yes yes so so many thoughts to what you just said so i'm gonna i'm gonna try to get to all of the things you just said. So first and foremost, yes, I agree on this front. There is very much a bachelorization of this all where somehow you start to think, are they using the still the same casting team who's not doing any like background due diligence on these people? Because for this many people on both franchises to be like, JK, that person was kind of engaged before they went to the pods. It's just becoming... I mean, and the fact that these Google sleuths are finding it before people who are getting paid to do this for a living are finding it tells us everything about who's working at Netflix, or at least for this production company. It's Uh, sort of like we always say, like, if Netflix really wanted to do good background checks, they would just hire, like, 10 people who were like our friend Eileen, who can look up anybody, anywhere, anytime. Eileen has the goods. She knows everything. She is the perfect online sleuth. But maybe maybe Netflix is like their girl Marie Kondo, and they just love mess. And so Mm -hmm. they're going to, you know, start to cast these people. I think this is a aggressive course correction for what happened last season where they ended up with two couples only for one of them to get married. And I think uh, because of that, there it almost feels like there's a little bit of this, like I'm waving my arm as they say this, like you can pass, 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 like, at a, you know, a carny at the carnival, letting a 10 year old on the tilt a whirl. That's like a foot too short to be on this ride. Like, you know, it's that, uh, but for a real life dating series where people's lives are at stake or at least relationships, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I think it's also sort of dipping into later stage married at first sight in some ways. Yes, it, yes. Also in the sense that I feel like, oh, are we just 
pulling from like a little bit of married at first sights like dating pool a little bit of bachelor yeah. pool and then are we just mixing them all together and we're getting love is blind i mean either way of course nom 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 eat it up please let's yes. have more seasons of this i'm and sure seasons in a movie like you yeah, know I, I mean i think that that's where we're headed but there is a little bit of that like same same formula except that's starting to like creep in when you yes i think you got to kind of maybe do Love is Blind going forward in like two bigger bigger batches, which is like episodes like one through nine and then the weddings. Because like not having like the payoff of does this really work? Is love really blind? Which I think that if anything, this season proves that love is actually not fucking blind, bitch. It's because not. everybody asked what you look like. Look like, well, yep. There were all sorts of dropping hints, like the yes. worst season for it yes. ever. So I need Nick and Vanessa to get those little cue cards updated because we, uh, we've got the yes. answer and it's no. Yes. It's not. Yeah. The answer is no. Um, so I think we should, I've, I've broken down, I wrote these down in my notes just so I don't forget anybody and names. Cause sometimes, you know, names don't come easily. Emily, when I tell <laughs> you that I struggle to talk about Jimmy, Johnny, and Me Jeremy and, uh, and Jessica, I'm like, y'all need to quit. That is too many J's. Too many J's. In the mix. Too many J's. But let's start with one of the J's. And let's start Which with- one? Which well, one? Which one? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to flip this around. So we're going to start with, uh, I think we're going to start with Johnny and Amy. Because okay. we didn't get to talk to, about them a lot last time. Because things looked peachy keen jelly bean. Like there was just nothing really to talk about. They were kind of in oversight. They seemed happy. It was exciting, apart from the like, you know, weird will they, won't they vibe from uh, Amy talking about her brother. But apart from that, it was, you know, they seem to be of all the couples, the one, one of the two that we were most confident about. So now we're back in Charlotte, or as the Lachey's say, beautiful Charlotte, which I, I'm, I apologize to our listeners in Charlotte. Uh, Charlotte, North Carolina is not what I would call, you know, one of the, the cities I think of when people think of beautiful cities in the United States. You know what I want to do? I want, I, before we get too far into Johnny and Amy, at the start of each couple, I want us to just quickly say beginning of episode, beginning of episode run confidence yes. meter. Yes. One yes. to ten. And then yes. end, end confidence right. meter. So, okay. So let's start so with beginning confidence meter i these guys i would say i had a 9.5 out of 10 let's let's make it a 10 grade scale one to 10 scale i had a 9.5 like everything just kind of seemed even keel what about you yeah i'd say also a nine at the beginning and and you know spoiler alert i feel like i end at a nine essentially so interesting so i you do I not end, feel the same way i end on an eight just okay. a slight, just a slight differentiation, and the reason being is just like I think I need our boy Johnny to get clear on what he, why he is freaking out about birth control. So, for context, obviously, the biggest thing that comes up with these two is when they come back. We find out. Well, no, we find out during the honeymoon. We find out that she doesn't. That Amy doesn't take birth control, and Johnny thinks that all women take birth control. It was under the assumption that we're just all taking birth control. That it doesn't have any sort of impacts on people, and other people don't make choices, different choices in life. But yes, so the biggest point of contention, contention right now, is around the worry that they might get accidentally pregnant and which leads me to believe my theory is that Johnny has had at least one pregnancy scare in the past um which he kind of alludes to but I wonder yeah like what 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 else is going on there but I think that's probably the biggest point of contention with these two um we get to meet uh 
his family, we meet, I don't think, did we meet? Yes, we met her dad. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We met the family this this episode or was that a preview? I'm like trying to remember. We met Johnny's sisters who are just like him, but two women. But two women. And I found them to be quite delightful. But honestly, like the reason why you're having a hard time discerning the trailer from what happened is because there is no there there. There is this sort of like birth control conversation that kind of doesn't really like go anywhere because for me at least my perspective is like oh yeah this is a man who went to public school in the south not to say that like anywhere else has better like sex education but like of course he thinks that and it doesn't really seem to bother her and she has a legit I mean not like there is an illegitimate reason but like she has a a health reason like she has like a a blood disorder she's like anemic and so she can't be on it and so because like a blood thinner yeah another way but I do think the your most interesting point about uh, Johnny and Amy that I it was almost completely lost on me, which is he's probably freaking out this much because he's totally been through this before. And that's why yeah. he's so freaked out, because also the stakes are higher because they're about to be married. So the expectation will be there to actually like, you know, have go kids. through with the kid. Yeah. yeah. So I, I respect that. But I think that's sort of something I, I don't know. I, I can't see I can't foresee this. Um, but then I don't want to curse them because yeah. I cursed Kenneth and Brittany. But I just feel like this is it's not that it's not an interesting conversation. It's just sort of like, okay, well, they're either going to figure it out or they're going to break up over it. It's not really like that juicy of a no nugget. And and it is like a she does say Amy does say in her confessional that it is like a barrier to uh, to to their in intimacy because they you know it's not really happening but other but she also doesn't really seem like i guess because they don't seem that bothered by it i'm like okay great well they're great to see there you go. a couple having a kind of normal-ish couple conversation yes. yeah just That's- further proving that you guys are a good match the the only other thing that I would bring up with Johnny and Amy is more on the Johnny front which is a talk mm-hmm. about another like outside of the pods revelation that people someone had a sighting of them at LAX and it was not Johnny and Amy it was Johnny and Jessica and there's video footage of them walking in LAX together and people are thinking like originally people were like oh my god what a weird twist a red especially because their plot point with with Johnny and Amy is all around children and Jessica's a single mom but I think they so the the latest people think is that they're all going to LA for the reunion and they're filming right now, which makes sense. Like they're they're not going to do the live reunion anymore because that didn't work out many seasons ago. Well, they're we not, all- Emily. They're not doing another live reunion <laughs> so they can get roasted on Twitter within an inch of their life. They're not doing that. That's so yeah, weird. Yeah, Netflix can't take that. Netflix can't well, take I that. Mean, to be so- fair, I feel like they figured out. Is it the SAG Awards? So, like, why can't they figure out a live reunion? You know what? Actually, forget it. It's fine. I, I would rather not anyway. It's not a big no. deal. No. So, I think that they are, as we speak, either it was this weekend or this past week, they are filming the reunion. So, that yeah, that's I, probably I that. I never thought that there was anything between Jessica and Johnny. Never. Mostly just because they're, they weren't even shown as interacting. I, in any, I mean, I'm, I'm no. sure they have, but we didn't see that. That's not built into either of their stories. So no. seeing them together simply feels like, yeah, we're coworkers going to go to a work thing. And then we're going back to where we both live in the same town and probably have to use the same airport. I don't yeah. really think it's that deep. I don't either. So I think at this point, we've kind of talked through Johnny and Amy. There's not much else to talk about. Let's so move on. So confidence meter for you is eight, mine is nine. And so we're both feeling like prediction, they get married. Yes. 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 Okay. Next one. B 
because they were so high on our list last time and the tides, how they have turned. Oh, my God. That tide was like that wave in Mexico that fucking took me out. (laughs) Took you out, you guys. Took her out. That's how it felt watching that scene between. Oh, my God. I can't tell you. I True literally salt rewound burn. it. And I know True I'm not the, literal salt burn. I know I'm not the only person that rewound it multiple times because I was like, did I miss something? I Where? felt the same way. What? So, I feel like footage not found. Like, yeah, like, did know, we I miss? Is, is it like the Watergate tapes? Like, I was going to say it's like Don Draper. Minutes? It's like John Draper trying to remember his childhood, like footage not found. It's like 404 <laughs> error. Like it's, I don't, that was such a, the jump. So was wild. Like, okay. We've got problems. We got, oh my God, we fell off a cliff. <laughs> so as, so as you kind of can uh, deduce from what we're saying, we are talking about Kenneth and Brittany, who we felt coming out of season episodes one to six last week were straight for the aisle going to happen. Because everything pointed in those directions. They love Jesus. They both love each other. They seem to have some of the more mature conversations in the pods in comparison to their older counterparts. And it just seemed like they was going in the right place. Really, the only thing we had worried about was potentially like, what's Britney's family going to be like? You know, are they racist white people? Turns out we, uh, we start the beginning of episode seven with her having a very educated point of view about race discussions and being really like coming to the table with like, what are all the points? Like she's clearly read how to be an anti-racist or at least has done the work. And we're like, okay, this could maybe work. Maybe if maybe her family might suck, but she seems to know what she's talking about. We get back to Charlotte and all of a sudden Kenneth is nowhere to be seen and when he nowhere to be found. And when he is found, he's on the couch on his phone. And uh, when he's not found, he's apparently at the barber until 1 a.m. or uh, various other places. Uh, it just all of a sudden just out of nowhere, just like fizzles out. And so we are left with Brittany feeling gaslit to an extent because she ultimately is put in a position towards the end of their relationship uh, where she's being kind of forced to admit things. And it's like he, but meanwhile, Kenneth never admits that he just really isn't that into her. I Yeah. I mean, I think there's so much that there's so much nuance. Um, that we haven't even unpacked because I think that something happened in that conversation for Kenneth with AD that maybe started to turn some gears. And as he says, he does internally process, but that doesn't really work in a relationship. Like to your point, like Brittany is obviously trying to ask him how he wants her to approach things, communicate together, and he seems to just, like, simply shut down. And then the second he gets his phone back, like, it is all over. And Mm-mm. and maybe it's not all the phone's fault. Like, obviously, that's not true. Like, the phone doesn't – I mean, the phone affects your relationship, like, your usage of it. But it's not going to ultimately make or break it that quickly. But clearly, the editors wanted to tell us something or else they wouldn't have put in all that B-roll footage of Kenneth being yes. on his phone, which leads me to, like, my next – most interesting question, which is like, who is he texting? Because I know who? you're okay. I get it. You're a middle school teacher, or I'm sorry, you're a middle school principal. Excuse me. And I'm sure that is like busy and time consuming. Like being a teacher alone takes up yes. so much time and off the clock constantly. That much I do yes. get. But even as somebody that's perpetually on their phone, me, I'm not always just like in my emails. Like, so what is it? Like, is it work? And like, also like, I don't know your friends. Are you Instagramming? Are you like deep into TikTok? Are you like 
very on Facebook and you're like involved in some groups because clearly something happened between yes. because I'm I'm not trying to turn this into true crime because obviously it's not but I it's genuinely just my want to understand because totally. I'm sure we'll get we're going to get some sort of version at the reunion and like clearly Brittany and Ken are still friendly in some ways like uh, at least like Instagram friendly to each other but yeah. I'm just trying to understand what happened because the jump so, is so wide. So if something happened between what, in the conversation with him and AD, not to say that AD did anything, like something unlocked in Kenneth's brain. Then when yes. Kenneth gets his phone back, he probably has access to his friends and he starts talking about, he starts talking to Brittany about like people wanting to know if he's going to be good with her. And she clearly doesn't seem to understand what he's trying to say by that. And when yes. she asks him for clarity, he seems more annoyed. And I can understand like your you work with kids all day. The last thing you want to do is like have to like teach someone one more thing or tell them how to do something. But that's also going to be every fucking relationship, my guy. Yeah. Like that's just sort of how that's, it works. But then I just feel like he gets on his phone and he gets in his head. And so by the time that conversation with Brittany rolls around, that dude has already been done. Has He's been, been done be breaking since he up. got the phone. I mean, like at some point, I think like maybe not right away, but I think definitely at some point – he was talking it out with someone like one of his friends like through text because the way that he was so ready to call his friend like yeah I'm coming over like immediately after breaking up with her as yeah. she's sobbing like it's just it, I again I'm just trying to put the pieces so together there is a speculation so one thing I'm going to bring up during each of these couples whenever I have de- some dirt the speculation with Ken is that he has done appearances on shows before so he was on the Drew Barrymore show a year or two ago the reason is he is one of the youngest principals ever. So he is a principal at a charter school, I believe. And he in like, not the history of the United States, but like he serves as one of the youngest principals, maybe for like the state of North Carolina or the greater Charlotte area or something like that. So he uh, has had press about him before. So the speculation with Ken is that he did this show to garner more press for his role at as a middle school principal and being so young for his causes that's I'm not this is not what I believe but this is like what people have been saying on the interwebs Mm, is that mm -hmm. this was just an opportunity for him to try to get more press for what he's doing interesting interesting yes yes well yeah so he completely blindsides Brittany when I think she's I think she goes into it obviously thinking that they're just gonna have a talk about what's going on in their relationship, but he's yes. going into the conversation trying to like to end things, not trying to, right. like, to end things. And you just got to feel bad for her. And then that sad hug at the end when he like, it's like, give me a hug. So I know that there's like no hard feelings or whatever. And it's just like, yeah, that was, that was such emotional whiplash. I know. I, I can't even begin to imagine what that must have felt like, like in the moment, but it's so I, sad yeah. to see things end that something that was like such a sure thing, like truly like I know. a not like an 8.99 confidence level at the beginning, all the way to like a negative 12. Yes. By, and we weren't even done. Like, this was like halfway through like episode eight. Like it happened so quickly. I, yeah. It really was, it really threw me. Yeah. So I think this is a good point where, oh, we should first give our assessments of relationships when we started and then uh, when we ended those episodes. So I'm going to start with a, I was nine, I was a 10 for these two when I ended episode six. And now, I mean, one, <laughs> if you can give, if we have to give a one. Yeah. I Like I said, uh, I was like nine, solid nine. And now it's like negative 10. 
So I've decided to split this up in a way where we can bring up AD and Clay in the middle because these seem to be, after this show, one of the more, after seven, seven through nine, I feel a lot more confident about these two than when we were coming out of episode six. How, how do you feel? About AD and Clay? Yes. Um, I don't know. I think I've always been, like, I think at the start, maybe I was like a six and by the end I was like a seven, but I still, I don't know. I still don't feel fully confident and it's mostly having to do with Clay and not really AD. I mean, the, the way he likes, the way that she watched him slurp down his soup and then pile up all of those dishes. Oh my God. I don't. I don't know if I'll ever recover from the face that she made. It's pretty (laughs) subtle, but you can tell that she just got like a full body ick in that moment. She was just like, oh, what the fuck are you doing? Yes. Um, (laughs) But I think that Clay, like I told you, like I definitely came all the way around on him because I do feel bad. Like hearing about that he was an accessory to his father's extramarital affairs. Oh, my God. Was hard and i think that that dude has so much unpacking and unlearning to do when that's been your example i think it's completely unfair to come into a relationship let alone a whole marriage where you're just saying ah well you know like i don't know i just don't want to i don't want to cheat i don't want to cheat i don't want to cheat like it's like what do you mean like yeah no one's going to make you, dude. Like, you just don't do it. And no one thinks about it that way. But obviously, you have such a toxic... I know he loves his dad and stuff. But, like, clearly, you guys have, like, a, a kind of, like, a messed up dynamic. If this man yeah. was putting that on you as a child, like, that's not fair. And that's not your burden to carry. Because it's him tired. also saying, you know, there's some... I haven't even told my mom this. I'm like, well, well now everybody knows. Now well, everyone, now, yeah. including your mother, knows. But that's like, also... That's, you he can't no, blame your as a child. You were yeah, a child. Totally. You're a child. But, you, but now you're an adult and and you really shouldn't be processing out loud like this. And yes. And I just fear that if fear, <laughs> whatever. I, I I wonder about his dynamic with AD. Should they get married? Because this woman is gonna be his de facto therapist for life. Like I know. It just feels like and you know, she's not going to, once they start having kids, she's not going to have one kid, she's going to have two. Because I just, I think that Clay, you know, he wants to be baby. Like, he needs he needs that. And I think that he's just maybe in more of, like, a, like, he's so used to putting on this bravado and all this, like, bullshit, like, fake swag and, yeah. like, hunting and shit that I don't think he realizes how openly wounded he is and, like, how, how much he's, like, True. processing some, like, well, how this process is making him process a bunch of fucked up shit in his past and like why he's never been able to commit. And now when he's faced with like the ultimate hot girl and like, who's like so kind and like has a great job and has had this amazing career and is, you know, is like a great partner. Like, why is he afraid? Why is he constantly telling her that he's afraid he's going to fuck everything up? Yeah. So, I mean, I feel more confident in them in some ways. It's like in the sense of like, I, maybe it's because we, we, Clay has seen shown another part of himself or side of himself. But to your point, the reality is, yeah, AD is going to have to be a therapist for life for this man. Mm-hmm. She is going to have another child in addition to whatever children those two have together if they get married. Um, and I just think what's interesting to me is like in this first, he is so 
he is so mature in the, in his for his age in the sense of like owning a place, having a business in that in that accomplishment mm-hmm. standpoint, quite mature. But in both sets of episodes that have been released, episodes one to six, we see the like. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Overly confident or like, you know, young bro, himbo little who's like obsessed with the gym, wants his wife to be fit wants this like way of life, all that, like you ready to rock out with your boy Clay. And then episode seven to nine, we see this other young side, like immature undeveloped side of him, which is the like emotionally traumatized from his father's two-timing his mom. And on top of that, not having any good male role models growing up. And that's like, was the most heartbreaking thing to hear from him to not only say, that he was, to your point, an accessory to his dad's extramarital affairs, but that from a celebrity standpoint, the men that he looked up to, the black men that he looked up to who were famous, he brought up Diddy and then he I, brought he up- said Diddy. Oh my God. He said Will Smith and he said Diddy. And I was like, ah, like, these I are like could you, could you have at least said like, I don't know, like Chris Rock? Like, I don't know, but like the other but, two are not. I mean, Will Smith is slightly better than Diddy, all things considered currently. But um, yeah, that was a but big yeah. Like, ah! <laughs> no, but it's just you have such warped. I know, you know, no, views on on relationship dynamics. Like it or, totally or makes what sense. it means to be a man and what mm-hmm. it means to be a good strong man. Like that you don't realize like you can be emotionally, um, you know, sensitive and vulnerable with your partner, and that that is a, a sign of strength. Your signs, the signs of strength that you were shown in your life growing up. Um, from the men around you and the men that you idolized were very different and unhealthy in many ways. And so it is very interesting and heartbreaking to hear that, but it also points to much like our girl Chelsea that we'll get into when we talk about the next couple that the, this person should not have been in the pods and instead should be on a therapist couch. Um, Yeah. But Emily, this kind of goes back to our point earlier about like this show is Becoming The Bachelor, the show is becoming a little bit of like married at first sight in the sense that like they're recruiting people who shouldn't be on a reality show where they think that getting into a very serious relationship is going to cure what ails them and they should truly be on a therapist couch. I mean, that could be said about most reality TV, but yeah, I think that's a reoccurring theme and I think that's exactly why they're here, right? Like, what will they do? Will they get therapy or will they marry a stranger? We're about to find out. But it is wild that those are the two extremes. I know. I know. Um, so I think this is a we've we've talked about how we feel about AD and Clay. We've talked about everything. 
Is there anything we need to cover other than the mom and the sister who were a delight to hear from uh, during that meal? Yeah, I mean, like his mom and sister were great. It's nice to see that he has a good relationship with them. I just thought it was so funny that when AD was like, oh, when they asked her what she did that day, she's like, oh, well, I went to the gym and I ran some errands. They're like, but like, what do you do? <laughs> do you have a job? <laughs> that was really funny. And it was interesting to learn more about actually both of their jobs because it, yeah. We don't really hear about that. Like, okay, like Jet I hear, skiing? you know, yeah, it sounds like he owns like a bunch of like Airbnbs that perhaps have like experiences skis, attached yeah, to them. Yeah, like water sport, like mm-hmm. water sport rentals. Yeah, something like that. And Which is sounds... why they were on the vision board. He had jet skis oh, on his vision board. And now I didn't I, I think like... anything of it. I just thought that was part of his personality, which, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Kenneth has dolphins and Clay has jet skis. Like, I don't. And Jimmy has human bender. Like, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> um, These are just things that I associate but... with them because there are too many J names. But yes, I, I think for them that was it was interesting to hear a little more about the inner workings of their day to day nine nine to fives or in the case of Clay like weird hours. Um, yeah, well, that's sort of the thing when you kind of like work freelance, you work for yourself. Yeah, like, exactly. You don't have nine to five; you're just sort of like twenty four seven, like whenever. Well, and given what AD's job is, because she works at nightclubs and stuff, it will be interesting to see how those two can reconcile their schedules. Which was a point of conversation in that meal, mm-hmm. the lunch that uh, they had with Clay's mom and sister, um, in terms of being able to, you know, make time with one another. Like, so on top of the lingering issues that are clearly present i think that's another one that they'll have to kind of discuss in in terms of how they prioritize one another if they choose to kind of go down this path given that they almost work opposite schedules in different so in many cases different locations yeah right. um let's go to jimmy and chelsea uh so um we learned all about um chelsea's uh Live, laugh, love, home goods, <laughs> approved apartment. So Wait, many what dream is, catchers. What was your confidence level in Jimmy and Chelsea? Oh, yes, 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 yes. Well, I would say I'd had a, I was at a four uh, at the end of episode six. And now I would say I'm going to stay, I'm going to go to, I'm going to stay at a four. I'm going to stay at a four. I think that's a, that's a, that's a safe, a safe bet. How about you? I'll stay. Um, I <laughs> I think I started at a three because that fight was so fucking stupid. <laughs> and oh, my I, God. I don't know. Um, so uncomfy. Um, uncomfy. I started at a three and I ended at a four because I think just – I think they'll get married simply because I think Jimmy really does like her. Yeah. Uh, and so if she'll stop sabotaging them, I think that they actually have some sort of chance, but yeah, that, that's I sort mean, of, that's my, that's my two cents because overall so- over these three episodes, all Chelsea did was annoy the absolute fucking oh my shit God. out of me. Oh uh, my and, God. And by girl. default, Jimmy, I mean, it's just, it is, Someone, yes, stop I'm, making so me agree pouty, with this man. I don't want to agree with him. Pouty. I don't want to agree with him either. Human bender. Like oh. what? I, but him so, saying she's clingy, it's like, oh my guy, do not say the quiet part out no, loud. But also, don't. like that's maybe maybe tough love 
is gonna help. It doesn't help, but like it, some, she needs to hear it. But I think she that needs she to hear is, it. She would do the same shit with Trevor. You know, it she doesn't would, really oh, matter who her partner absolutely. is. Absolutely. So, so a few more points here. So we 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 meet Chelsea's friends, and then we meet. We also meet Jimmy's friends, Jim, Jimmy's female friends. And Chelsea claims that she is very confident woman. And the Tim Robinson <laughs> gift, just like, you sure about that? Are you Honestly, sure about that? When she said that, all I heard was Julianne Moore and May December going, I'm very thick here. Like, that's, <laughs> that's exactly what I heard. And I was like, okay. I mean, it's like, girl, do not make us all laugh after you've shown us over the course of like how many fucking hours, how actually deeply insecure you are. There's nothing wrong with so, that. But like, then don't come out here and lie to these two girls who you whose lives, if you marry Jimmy, you're going to make hell every time he hangs out with them without you. Yes. Like, yes, I think they know. I think, you know, I think people in space well, know. This was a good segue to the preview for the next few episodes where we hear Chelsea accuse Jimmy of sleeping with someone and oh. we clearly it's one of the friends. It's not Jessica. Oh, oh, okay. I see what you mean. Well, either way, I I feel like now the teeth of that scene has been completely taken out for me because after I've seen the way that she's acted, especially in these like the last three batch, the last three episodes of this batch, um, she I was like this this is a made up argument she just starts yeah. shit to start shit she yeah. and then and then when people give it back to her then she wants to be like clingy it's like well what did you think people were gonna fucking say of course You're, you it's very much like here's the fucking attention you ordered oh now you think it's too much like pick a fucking lane so I just feel like even her screaming, you fucked her, I know you did. It actually do doesn't matter who she's talking about. I'm like, she's probably just like blowing something completely out of proportion as we've seen her do for yeah. nine episodes straight now. Yes. And again, yes. it pains me to say that a woman is blowing something, at, blowing something completely out of proportion. But like the way she comes at Jimmy for just like people who have like day jobs, like I know that she's a flight attendant, so she has a completely different schedule, but you have like nine to five, like desk jobs. Like, yeah, you are on meetings all day and you do just got to like roll out of bed and like get to yep. it. And like, you're not really like down to like be affectionate or like say, I love no. you. Like, uh, when I'm working at home, like my husband usually like steers clear because I'm not, I'm not in the like lovey dovey. No. Like, can I help you? I'm like, oh, I have not, to make you lunch also, too. Cause you're here. It, Fuck. It's not, you know, he's not getting paid to be your caretaker. He is your caretaker as your partner, but like, you know, he also has to make money for he, for him for his ass to live and eventually and for you two to live. Exactly. Like, like how how do you think he's affording that actually very nice studio apartment that he has? Quite nice studio. Yeah, well, that's one thing I would say across the board with the men uh from the not show bad. where yeah. Not bad. There's no Izzy, no Izzy situation and no just Cole. yet. I think Cole oh my had God. the most like radioactive apartment yes, but yeah the, yes i think what really actually to me is and i and i actually don't know if this is factually true but a, a four a fourth there are four horsemen of like the end of relationships and i feel like emotional scorekeeping needs to be on there so yes. her being like you only kissed me once and like you barely even said i love you and then i fucked you and you didn't even say thank you it's like you can't do this this is just like being in, being in a relationship a long-term relationship it's just like giving your friends money if you give a gift give it all the way don't fucking hold it over people's heads yeah don't fucking keep score because all you're gonna do is make the both of you miserable and resentful like what the fuck are you doing like she, she needs to i'm sorry to say this to a woman 
calm down. Take a fucking CBD gummy. Take a walk around the fucking block and cool off. Remember how she joked when they were in the DR like, oh, well, I guess I'll just like go for walks while you're on your calls. Bitch, why aren't you doing that? Why are you then running down in your- Go to Home Goods, buy yourself another little live, laugh, love sign or another dream catcher. And like- Stop Get on a flight. Oh my God. Oh my God. So, so I think with these two- who knows? I just think once again, another person who should be spending some time on a therapist couch mm-hmm. instead of a pod. Mm-hmm. And I really hope for her that she takes a good hard look at the Netflix mirror and uh, has booked herself a little bit of time with a therapist. Um, okay. Any final thoughts before we go into... <laughs> So yeah, so we're, after all that, we're both still like, yeah, they're a four. Um, yeah, I think I think my confidence level is still at a four because again, Jimmy comes back, you know, and I don't think that he's gonna bang Jessica, unfortunately. No. And and it, although it is strange that his two closest friends are two girls that he met two years ago, I am with Chelsea, and and, and only if you just like don't scream at somebody. He definitely fucked at least one of them once. Oh yes, yes. That's just yeah. That's girl math. That's um, girl math. And there's nothing wrong with that. Like you can no. still be friends with someone you fucked. You gotta once, but you but gotta like, make that call. You gotta you gotta it's like as for for Chelsea's sake, she's gotta let the like her past get she has to let her past go because this is like clearly a setup for her that's triggering. And it's like you if that's gonna be triggering for you, like you gotta get I mean, the fuck out. You gotta get the fuck out. All right, Jeremy and Laura. So let's let's start with scores. Let's start with scores. Margo, Oof. what's your this, what's your score? This one hurts. <laughs> oh, sure did. It sure this did. One hurts like not as much as Ken and Brittany, but like but it still stings. So my confidence <laughs> level with these two fucking dumb dums was like eight at the beginning, and then at the very end, when I saw Jeremy, this fucking dickhead sitting with sunglasses on. With a pillow over him looking so indignant, I was livid. I was so livid when I see him sitting there. And that's the minute that I know, oh, no, these two aren't going to get married. Um, so <laughs> so it was like- giving very, yes, Ken uh, Mojo Dojo Casa House sunglasses <laughs> on. It really was. He looked nuts. Uh, yeah. When I saw that, I was like, ooh, this is like a negative 10. And I, and I was like, I'm not even there. And like. My heart just sank. I was just like, yes. oh, no, something went real, real wrong. Yeah. Because, like, yes, let's yes, just I mean, – let me hear your score, and then let's just get into it because, like, yeah. there's not really much there other than, like, I-, I do agree. I guess the flags, again, the flags were there, but when you're when your rose-colored glasses are on, they all just kind of look like the same color. So, when uh, Laura's mom – Said, like has a confessional to camera and she's like yeah they're like bantering like you can't really tell if it's like affectionate or if they like really mean it and in that moment <laughs> I was like yeah we've all been around that couple that you're like are it, you fighting for real or no so it was very much like that scene reminded me a little bit of like the dinner party episode of the office where um I, mm-hmm. I know you weren't a big office person or but, yes, like, but I did watch all of it yeah and so that that episode it gave me a lot of that kind of energy uh-huh. Um, with and and very much both playing those roles with Laura being the Jan here and uh, the Michael Scott being Jeremy. Uh, but uh, at, so so at that point, yeah, I think it went from the I can't get no respect, take my wife vibe, or like oh my horrible husband, uh, to uh, are 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 you guys okay? Are, are yeah, you okay? it went. 
it went from married with children to <laughs> yeah. divorce yeah. court like yeah. immediately. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was so um, left. Like, so what was your confidence score at the beginning? Were you uh were you a sweet idiot eight. like they me? Were an, yeah. Yeah, they were an A for me. I mean, like I think the only thing coming out of that last six episode for me was like are, is she going to continue to instigate kind of shit like this? Um, and is he going to be a dumb dumb and repeat everything she says? Like, I don't know. So that was my only like word qualm about them before. And now <laughs> I would say it's a, it's a, it's a one. <laughs> it's a real one. Um, where's I don't the think wise? There's any, I don't think there's, there's any no coming hope. back from this, Emily. There's I don't, no I really don't back. think so. Word to the wise for those of you out there wondering, how do you make your significant other trust you? The answer is, don't think that sharing your location is going to be the ultimate hall pass because it does not excuse you from staying out until five in the fucking morning. Okay, well, we got to start... Uh, at the beginning. So uh, there are hints of trouble in paradise, but really we all brush it off when yes. Laura makes it known she has drinks with Jessica and they're wearing like the same Amazon Prime top, um, yes. but in different colors. And she tells, Pretty much. <laughs> and she tells Jessica, uh, Jeremy got a DM from Sarah Ann. Basically what Sarah Ann did was gross. Like, especially the way that like Sarian left things with Laura, which is like, you got, like, yeah. he loves you, girl. That's your man, blah, blah, blah. And then to go- turn around, like, this is like some diabolical, like, fucking true patriot ass yes. Megan Kelly bullshit. So yes. she turns around and DMs Jeremy, like, basically, if you two ever break up or if there's ever, if there's ever a chance, Jim Carrey I'm style, around. I'm around, like, you know, I, let me know. I'd be, I'd be down to see it. And yes. so he, Jeremy, again, thinks that he, by putting this on the open and showing Laura that he's going to absolve himself. Uh, but he did make the fatal error of hearting it uh, because he wanted to, quote, acknowledge that he read it. Uh, he mm-hmm. doesn't respond. He makes a big fucking stink about this. And Laura goes around and, like, you know, she tells Jessica, she tells her parents and basically just, like, tells them. I think I feel like she's, like, essentially laying the trap. She's building a case. Like, yeah. this bitch should be yes. a fucking lawyer. Yeah, she's got receipt, proof, timeline, and screenshots. Heather Gay over here. She is doing the remix of Heather Gay in Salt Lake City. Um, So she's laying laying down the groundwork in case he comes back and, like, fucks this up in some way. Because, obviously, he will. So... So uh, she tells Jessica, she tells her parents, she's like, he didn't respond. Like, I have the screenshot. But, you know, my one concern is is he's not shutting it down, which he's fucking not, which is a problem. Then we cut to Jeremy Mojo Jojo Casa House, uh, and he is sitting with his fucking sunglasses on. And Laura comes in and she's like, take your fucking sunglasses off. And I was like, that's right, bitch. You fucking tell him. Because I don't know what he did, but he did that shit. And he did it worse than any of us could ever imagine. Because as a very smart housewife once said, it's not necessarily the crime. It's the cover-up. It's always the cover-up. This is probably the thing that pisses me off the most about Jeremy. And rightfully so, I agree with Laura in this department, which is that, like, yeah, he fucked up. But the fact that he tried to, like, cover his tracks with some dumbass location-sharing bullshit, I mean... (laughs) My yeah. dude. <laughs> my guy. My buddy. Hello, friend. Have a seat. Have a <laughs> this seat. is an intervention to tell you that you're a dumbass <laughs> and that this isn't going to work. Because I think uh-huh. that's also the most 
I feel like Laura and I have some personality traits in common. And so if Laura and I are anything alike, the I think the thing that really pisses her off the most is that he thought that she was fucking stupid and that she yeah. wasn't going to bring all this and more to the yeah. cameras. Yes. So she he begins to tell her the story of what happened last night. You know, he left the house at 1030 p.m. He came home at 5 a.m. That is a very long time to be out at the club when the club shuts yes. down at 2 Yes. Even yes. in Charlotte, this is not New York. Yeah. No. Uh, so he explains that on his way to the bar, some other love is blind man, probably Trevor or someone, texts him <laughs> and is like, you know, Sarah Ann's here at the bar, like, just so you know. And he says that, oh, I was definitely going to turn around. But then, you know, she's such a true patriot, Sarah Ann. I didn't want to let the terrorists win. She's the terrorist. And so I'm going to go to this bar to prove what? Unclear. He, he stormed. He's upset that Sarah Ann gives him a side hug and like is very huffy with him, which is like, who the fuck cares? That's not <laughs> your fiance, so let her be mad. Yeah. Then he then he further tells Laura that he felt like he she was owed a conversation, so they talked in the parking lot till five o'clock in the morning, as one does in front of a bar, which. Even if you are so fucking dumb and so and have such caucasity to share your location thinking that'll solve it. So that the fact that you think anybody would believe a 30 something year old man is just talking in a parking lot till 5 a.m. Like you must be drinking dumb bitch juice and think that you've spiked your shit with mine. But that's just not the truth, Ellen. That's so insane to me. And this then, is the first. Laura drops the fucking bomb like, oh, but, you know, you shared your location and she makes some other comment to which he responds with like, I don't want to get into that right now, to which our girl Laura says, I don't give a fuck what you want to get into right now. Don't share your location if you don't want somebody to check it. You were in Stevenson or whatever weird part of town of Charlotte. There is a, that's where that's where lost oh. and found the bars like in Stevenson. Yeah. And. Your pin wasn't even there. It was like an uptown, which is where Sarah Ann lives. And it was like, boom, like, again, receipts, proof, timeline, I everything. Mean, this this show, and I will say, how the fuck did I get married? Because I listened to all of those episodes on oh, TikTok. Jesus. I've learned so much about the Metro Charlotte area and the Metro oh, okay. Atlanta area, thanks to both of these people, uh, I, that I can tell you a lot about the the major cities in the South at this point. But yeah, I think what's fascinating about this, and I think my speculation is that Jeremy has never dated a girl older than him. And not, not to say she's, Laura is not much older than him. She's only she's like two, two years, years older. Old. She's two years. But what I'm saying is I think Jeremy Jeremy has dated much younger girls in the past. That's my speculation. I think that he is so used to like not to say that younger girls are dumb, but they will be less speculative and they are not going to call you out on your bullshit necessarily. Like the number of us who dated terrible men in our 20s and didn't bat an eye at the shit that they tried to pull on us. I bet you Jeremy did the same thing. I bet you he dated younger girls and for the first time he's dating someone who's calling it out calling him out on his bullshit. And he thought he would like it and turns out he doesn't. But I mean, yes. Emily, there's a whole Hannibal Burris joke about how yes, that's exactly what I was thinking of. A man in his 30s loves nothing more than wasting a woman in her 20s time because women in their 30s will not tolerate your shit. And it is yeah. completely accurate and I think that yes. yeah, Jeremy found out the hard way. You know, he better he better get into some American flag gear if he just wants like some dumb bimbo that's just going to fucking like yes and him as long as he wants to storm the Capitol on January 6th. 
So fine. <laughs> Fucking let him go, Laura. I mean, like, Laura ends the conversation by telling, uh, I'm assuming, a producer, like, I want out, as, as she should, because fuck should. this shit. I would yeah. not tolerate this nonsense no. for a second. No. Fuck Jeremy. Absolutely not. Fuck Jeremy. Take your sunglasses and get the fuck out. Um, right down your ass, like, or up yeah. it, or down your throat and out your ass, or whatever. I don't know. Oh, I'm, we're I'm, talking about the whole digestive tract. Exactly. It's all just one track. So, like, just, it doesn't matter. It's a one in, one out so, policy. Are there any final thoughts about Jeremy and Laura? Um, burn them at the stake, Jeremy. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Uh, well, I think we've captured, we've talked about pretty much everything. We talked about a few like things outside of, of the pods that have been uh, speculated. You guys can do that research yourself. Like TMZ is covering it and yeah, we TikTok. Won't I'll give you the bullet points. Yeah. Trevor had a girlfriend before he got into the pods. Yes. That might actually be true. Jimmy yes. had a girlfriend before he went into the pods. That might actually not be true. Jeremy. Um, Jeremy was engaged to Aged. a woman who had a kid right before yes. he went to the pods. Yes. And I think that's it. Yeah. I think you cop- you captured everything. Um, oh, and then there's so- also pictures of that Sarah Ann or is posting now. Sarah Anner. <laughs> Sarah Ann is posting now to Instagram where the background looks a lot like Jeremy's house. So congrats to them Eek. and their patriotic lifestyle. Yeah, seriously. All right. Well, enough of those MAGA idiots. Yes. Uh, time for I would, something more fun. Predictions. Well, predictions. All right. I think I think AD, the, the couples that make it down the aisle, I think it's AD and Clay. I think it's Jimmy and Chelsea. And I think it's Johnny and um, and Amy. Hmm. I think they make all make it down the aisles. What I'm saying. Oh, you're not saying whether or not they say yes or no. You're yes, just saying yes, they aisle. make it to. The, oh, yes. oh, I see yes. what you did there. So you yes. don't want to commit to who you think is saying I do. Well, the, the only one I will commit to saying I do is uh, Johnny and Amy. I just think there's like too much. I need to see the evidence for the final episodes. What about you? I think I feel the exact same way. I think you're totally right about all three of them will make it down the aisle, but not all of them will say yes, except for Johnny and Amy. Like, that's the only one I feel good about. Yeah. Because I think there are too many X factors. Like, I feel like, I don't know. I feel like Chelsea could have a real freak out and say no. Jimmy could really have it sink in once they get up there. And he could be like, I don't want to spend the rest of my life with somebody like this and say no. Like, I just think that there are too many upside down question marks. Um, And then Clay and AD is sort of the same thing. Like, I don't know. Either one of them could get up there and just like immediately change their mind. Yep. Agreed. Well, we cannot wait to watch these final episode, these wedding episodes with you all. Um, as we mentioned earlier, we're going to have another episode next week. So stay tuned. We've enjoyed recapping these and we hope you've enjoyed them too. Shout out to my coworkers. Like I've had three coworkers, Marco, tell me they've listened to our episode. So <laughs> thank you so much for supporting us. Thanks, coworkers. Uh, thanks, coworkers. You're the um, backbone so you can- of podcasts. You're the backbone of podcasts. So uh, catch you can catch up with us next week um, as we continue to recap. And then in the meantime, we'll be coming out later this spring with season 10 uh, or season 11. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. So stay tuned. 
if you want to stay in touch and see what's going on, you can subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you listen to your podcasts. And then we're on social at the Old Millennials Pod, where I'm posting lots of fun pictures of our lookalikes <laughs> uh, from this season of Love is Blind. Uh, so we are at the Old Millennials Pod on Instagram and on Facebook. And until next time, we say bye-bye. Bye. Oh, wait. Next time we should talk about how I really think that you and I write and produce a song that ends up on Love is Blind. Oh, yes. Go, boss. Love a guy. Music is my In the favorite pod. Thigh. In the pods. Ooh, ooh. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at UH1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.